I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Welcome to Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host, and I am super excited this week to introduce my guest and for the conversation that ensues. His name is Mike Fitch. Mike is an innovative fitness educator and movement coach. He has over 18 years experience in the fitness industry, qualifications including from the National Academy of Sports Medicine, the National Strength and Conditioning Association, the Czech Institute, and he's also the founder and creator of something called Animal Flow, which is a practice that I've been doing for just over a year now. Absolutely love it. It's a kind of funky and fun body weight movement pattern. I'm sure Mike's going to talk a lot more about it as we get into the conversation. But not only is it a really exciting and innovative form of exercise, but Mike and the team Animal Flow have also created this awesome community on Facebook. It's probably the best group that I'm a member of on Facebook. Everyone's very supportive. We film our homework. We film our successes, but also some of the funnier stuff. So it's a really it's a really great community. You can contact Mike on Instagram. He's at MikeGBT. Got about thirty nine thousand followers on Instagram. The website's at globalbodyweighttraining.com and animalflow.com, but I'll link to all of that in the show notes. Mike, welcome to the show. Leah, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really happy to be on. Yeah, well, thanks for making the time for us. I know I, I looked up on Google how many of these things you do and looked you up on iTunes, and you don't do that many of them, I don't think. So we're flattered. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know what? I took a hiatus. I retired from podcasts for about almost two years. Right. And I would just come out of quote unquote retirement every once in a while. And the thing is, you know, with, with our community, you did mention community and community is such an important thing for, for us. And it's such a huge part. We'll get more into that later. But typically, if there's someone in our community and they have a podcast and they say, hey, would you be a guest on it? The answer is always yes. And so I'm happy to to be here with you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. And we will come back to community. But first, let's talk about your background a little bit and build up a picture. Mm -hmm. I know from my research that you were about 30 when you started to change the type of exercise you were doing. What drove that? Was it a change in values? Because that can happen as we get older. But what made you switch the type of exercise that you were doing? So at the time, and I had... I had been a professional trainer from the time that I was 19 years old. And so I had run the gamut of most training styles, modalities, disciplines by that time. And I was just at a place where I was lifting a lot of weights. I was doing a lot of hypertrophy training. And as much as I enjoyed seeing the results of what loaded training could do, there was some sense that I I needed a change. And it wasn't that I was felt injured or anything like that. It was just that there was something that my body was going through and I needed a change. And I kept hearing this phrase to train to last repeating in my head all the time. And every time I would go in and I would do these, you know, heavy volume days, I would just start thinking, am I training this way today for the person that I want to be a year from now 
five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And so the idea of longevity just became a much higher priority in my training. And so it was right when I turned 30 years old, that was the turning point for me where I said, you know what, why don't I try just, just seeing what I can do with my own body and just seeing, you know, I, I had always really liked calisthenics and, and this was probably around the time when some of the original bar, bar groups were together, especially like in New York City, you had the bar stars and calisthenics kings and some of those guys. And so they were putting out these incredible YouTube videos. And I remember thinking like, wow, these guys look incredible. And it's clear that they are only doing calisthenics and street workout. And so that was an inspiration. But then in addition to that, I just started, you know, the most advanced piece of exercise machinery that we have, we live in Mm. and we could do so much with it. It's just so extraordinary. And depending upon how we use our body, how we position it in space, we can increase the percentage of body load that we're using. We can change the lever to make a movement harder. And there's just, it was just so empowering me to me, empowering to me to think that you don't need anything else and you are the best piece of equipment. And so that was right when I turned 30 years old. Right. Yeah, very cool. I mean, I love what you said there about longevity because that that's huge, I think. Longevity of health span. It's, and I think that is something that you mature into, that kind of mindset. But there's little point in being 60, 65 or, or 90, even, even older, but you've lost a lot of mobility. Actually, your musculature might have been a disadvantage to you. And your health has suffered as a result of maybe some of the more aggressive movement patterns you were doing when you were younger. And it's more about that longevity of health span, staying fit and mobile and supple and flexible and all this kind of stuff for as long as you possibly can in your life. Absolutely. And, you know, and the thing is, when you're looking at any type of modality where you're moving a kettlebell, a ball, a dumbbell, a barbell from point A to point B, your focus is on that external object. So it's about how you're moving that external object through space. Whereas with bodyweight training, no matter what the style it is, it's how you are figuring out the puzzle of the task, the motor task of getting your body to be able to move from point A to point B or through space in a particular way. And it's just a very different control message and experience for your system to have and one that will benefit you for the rest of your life. Because let's face it, for the rest of our life, we have this one vessel and the better we can learn how to use it and move it, the better it's going to treat us. Mm. You you touched on some of the other benefits you get from bodyweight training. I mean, proprioception, I suppose, is one, knowing where your body is in in space at any part of any particular movement. What other kind of benefits have you personally derived from bodyweight training? So, you know, there's, the list is so long. And when we say bodyweight training, you know, I think of animal flow, I think of calisthenics, I think of dance, I think of any different way that we can move our bodies. And so the benefits are just, they're forever lasting. And so whenever we look at, yes, we said the proprioception, but also there's something to be said about taking ownership of your body and taking ownership of your system and how it works and how it moves through space. And, you know, one of the great things that I love about animal flow is whenever you put someone's hands and feet in contact with the ground, and of course, there's a that's a very proprioceptively enriched environment. Mm. But when you do that, it brings their focus back into their system. And it's very difficult for them to think about 
work or relationships or what they're going to eat next or whatever, because it's forcing them to be inside their body as they're, again, figuring out how to negotiate their vessel along the floor. And so just bringing that awareness back, because so many people, especially now, are very disconnected from their bodies Mm. unless they're feeling pain or they're feeling discomfort or, you know, they're getting a really hard workout in or whatever. But throughout the rest of the day, you know, we're, we're on our phones, we're on our tablets, we're on our computers, we're, you know, we're thinking about so many different things. There's so much stimulus. So to get the mind to quiet down and really connect with the body and a great way to do that is through the floor. And we've seen that. There was also a, a study done using animal flow. I'll have to find the exact title of the research study, but it was showed even in four, a four week movement program, quadrupedal movement program, that there were noticeable increases in markers of cognition and joint repositioning sense. So of course, joint repositioning is just going to be their awareness of where their body is, but the cognition part was huge. And so that again, just shows, you know, us going back down, using all four limbs, moving our way across the floor, closed chain environment. It's very stimulating for our brains as well. You've just mentioned animal flow, so we should probably formally introduce this to listeners who aren't familiar with it. How would you describe it? (laughs) So animal flow, if if I'm talking to someone in an elevator, so the elevator pitch, if, if, you know, it's a very quick interaction, I'll use the great human sense of association. And so if someone says, oh, what's animal flow? Because they see I have a shirt on or something. I would say, okay, well, visually, if you were to see someone do animal flow, it would look like breakdancing meets yoga meets gymnastics. And usually just saying those things, they can kind of get a, a picture in their mind of possibly what animal flow would look like. And, but if I have more time to spend with them, I can really talk about, you know, one of the ways in which we talk about animal flow is it's a ground-based movement program that's designed to reconnect your body to itself through the floor. Right. If we want to go even further, we can say, well, what animal flow is, is it's a combination of my experience through different bodyweight disciplines. And so whenever I was exploring gymnastics, breakdancing, calisthenics, hand balancing, parkour, I knew there were so many things there that my clients could benefit from, but they would never go join an adult gymnastics class or go join a parkour academy. So I started taking all of these influences and putting them together in a program that was easily accessible, that anyone could come in. The barrier for entry was very low. It was very easily accessible. They could feel successful right away, but it also allowed them to get deeper and deeper and deeper into the program and continue to refine their movements. But what is most important to me is that it allows us to fill in the gaps. And when I say fill in the gaps, so if we are looking at the physical attributes of the human, and we're looking at, you know, on this big pie chart or pinwheel or whatever, and we have strength, power, speed, and we have endurance, whether that be muscular endurance or cardiovascular endurance, and then we have, you know, stability, coordination, flexibility, mobility. And so we oftentimes see, okay, if I'm really into CrossFit, let's say, I may only be exercising those attributes that are strength and power and speed. Or if I'm a yogi, I may only be expressing those attributes that are stability, mobility, and flexibility. 
And one of the cool things about animal flow is depending upon how you use it, it can fill in the entire spectrum. And so we can use this one modality, this one style, and depending on how we use it, we can achieve and elicit each one of those attributes to fill in that entire wheel. And so I always like to talk about it's a great way to fill in the gaps of whatever else you like to do or to help promote a better ability to do the things that you like to do, whether that be a hobby or sport or day-to-day life. And one of the things that I, I get from it, so I've been doing it for about a year, as I mentioned, and we're at kind of level one, but we're by no means pushing the boundaries of level one yet. We've, we've got practice to do. And it's, it's such a continually evolving thing. I've noticed on the Facebook group that people are doing their own, I say they're in versions. I want to be careful that you do have a set routine and a set way of doing these exercises. And it is very strict when it comes to the grading, but you can then put it into a flow and incorporate a bit of gymnastics, people incorporating dance. You know, it really is a fantastic way to move. And one of the things that we've, the benefits that we've felt is it really taps into the parasympathetic nervous system. So more of the rest digest functions of the autonomic nervous system for the benefit of anyone listening than sympathetic dominant which definitely would be something like a crossfit or a boxing session or even a heavy weight session Mm -hmm. it really enables us to tap into the parasympathetic dominant so it quietens the mind in a way it's and as you mentioned earlier mike it kind of takes you out of self doesn't it because you're focusing on these movements Mm. and that must be a big part of it for, for you as well you know the parasympathetic side of it yeah and you know you mentioned something which is very much a huge part of our program which is the movements there are we are so detailed in the way in which we structure the movements and the why behind every single movement. And so, yes, like when you go to test out for animal flow or whenever you're working on your technique and form, it's very rigorous as far as how we, we do our testing. But the reason that it is that way, and I always say, you know, we have to suffer through the structure in order to conquer the chaos. And the structure is hitting all of those angles, those perfect lines, making sure that every single piece of my form is proper. Because once I've done that so many times, I've I've ingrained these movements into my system, then the chaos is I can just turn off. I can stop thinking about it and I can experience flow. Mm. And so that's where putting in the reps, that's where you know, again, attention to the detail that gives me the freedom to eventually flow and not have to think about it. And that's where, you know, you start to get into even the concept of flow state and you, you know, you're in this heightened awareness, but at the same time, you're feeling effortless. Mm. And so that very much is parasympathetic driven, or at least will, will definitely help with this restorative, regenerative, and as you mentioned, the the rest digest, like that whole side of our system that I feel like we don't get to experience as much through something that would be considered exercise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's definitely something I recommend people try. It's a really kind of unique and, to use that word again, funky way of moving your body around on the floor. <laughs> and you are pretty much on the floor the whole time, you know, quadruped, so feet and hands on the floor most of the time, not in every every part of the movement. So is this something you do most of the time now? Are you mainly doing body weight or animal flow type of, of exercise? I am. And, and to be honest, when I first got into body weight training, I, I was strictly body weight for about five years. And then I started doing some loaded training again because I, you know, I missed kettlebells. I missed Viper work. I missed you know, just doing some good old-fashioned barbell stuff and, and O-lifts. And 
So I would start cycling back through some externally loaded movements again, and then I cycle out again. And so right now I'm in a place personally where I'm only doing animal flow and I'm practicing it twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. And as you had mentioned earlier, it's the understanding, I think for every person, especially for me, is always evolving. And so even when I think that I know this program, and I always tell everyone like, look, it, it took me three months to create the bones or the structure of this program. And it's taken me every day since to learn it. And still, when I think that I, that I know it and I truly understand it, something else will totally open up. And so right now in my journey through animal, animal flow, it's at a place where, again, putting in two sessions a day is just giving me such a new understanding and love for it. Yeah. And even as we're talking, I'm thinking, right, over Christmas, I'm doing 50 minutes animal flow a day, even if it's down in the kitchen or the lounge. I mean, unfortunately, the dog loves to take part. So I've got this amazing photo of my partner, Antonia. <laughs> Antonia's doing a full scorpion and the dog next to her is doing a downward dog. It's a brilliant picture. <laughs> I mean, but I want to talk about you, you, I mean, your physique, if you don't mind. We've not met in person, but I've seen images of you. And obviously, I've seen you in the Animal Flow on Demand, which we'll come to talk about the videos. And mm-hmm. you've got an incredible physique. So I just, I kind of want to dispel the myth, really, that you need to be lifting heavy in order to get a very cut physique, because clearly that's not the case with yourself. I mean, do you have any opinion on that? Well, first of all, thank you. That's very kind. I think it is it is misguided a little bit with that idea that you need to have resistance going through your body, whether that be loaded or, or body weight training, you know, in order to elicit a hypertrophic or, or create muscle, right? Like you need to always be loading in these kind of very strict linear patterns of bicep curls and bench press and shoulder press and squat. And, for me personally, and that's why I will often do animal flow only for long periods of time, because I also get into that space where I'm like, well, is this all that my body needs to maintain a physique that I feel comfortable with? I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. And it's true. It really is true. And I see it with some of our other instructors, some other animal flow participants, where they're shocked to find out that they can have these beautifully symmetrical and functioning physiques without having to add dumbbells, barbells, squats, you know, med ball throw, you know, it's like, it's, it's shocking to them. And I think it's always very much enlightening to them and empowering to them. Yeah. And the other, the other thing I'd add to that slightly tangential is, is that you can do this kind of exercise anywhere yeah in order to do animal flow i mean not all the movements are not necessarily you know full flowing but you really only need a single bedroom type of space don't you that's it uh, and you can do quite a bit in, in a space that size yeah you know i always used to say when i first got into body weight training i always used to say you know look a little bit of space is a gym something to pull up on is a luxury gym yeah and that's it <laughs> yeah Yeah. And I guess that's one of the things that appeals to me about animal flow. It's going back to basics, literally going back, you know, to replicating animal movement patterns, but also to get off fashion body weight training. You don't need a lot of equipment. You don't have to be in a gym. You don't Mm -hmm. need access to a personal trainer. Yes, you need to learn it. And that takes a little bit of investment, certainly of cash, but time. But it's quite a freeing form of exercise in all regards, really, in all the different contexts of that word. It certainly is. It really is. And, and, you know, you mentioned something really really intelligent there, which is 
it takes time and it takes, you know, it takes money sometimes to get a good coach. And I've always been a huge advocate of coaches. And so whenever I first wanted to learn gymnastics and parkour, I hired a parkour coach who used to be a competitive gymnast. And so he, I just learned so much from him. And, you know, whenever I started putting out body weight or calisthenics tutorials, like we have a program called the body weight athlete, it very much shows that there is a detailed road to get to some of these big pinnacle exercises. And so let's just say, for example, a, a freestanding handstand pushup. I think most people could, could picture that. Mm. There are so many steps to getting there. And the problem is what we often see is people see things like that on Instagram and they're like, oh, that looks easy enough. I can mm. just go and try that. <laughs> and so, you know, their structure isn't prepared for that. Their nervous system isn't prepared for that. And they don't typically realize there's a, about 30 progressions in between start and up to that pinnacle exercise. Yeah. But the journey is the greatest thing about it. It's realizing that, you know, the road to self-mastery, it's like, it is the work that you're putting in. It's not the, it's, it shouldn't be the end goal as much as the process. Yeah. I mean, for us, the thing we're working on is the levitations. It's not very sightly at the moment, put it that way, but we're working on it with Rach. She's one of the coaches. Completely agree. And there's a time and a place for a coach. And the first time, by the way, that I did the, the handstand push-ups, not even the handstand push-ups, just the handstands. I had a yoga coach with me and I went, I inverted upside down, quite strong. I went upside down and just thought, oh, my brain just went, oh, I don't like this. And the arms just stopped supporting mm. me and I crumpled. I mean, that is a bonkers reaction to being upside down because you really, you know, your head and your <laughs> neck and everything else. But what, what a strange thing to do. I mean, wouldn't your body want to protect you by holding your arms strong and stiff while you just came down gracefully? So it is an odd thing and you do have to build up to it. One of my favorite boxers who I know from my local boxing gym, Dillian White, He's one of the top five heavyweights. On Instagram, he charted his progression from inverting to doing handstand push-ups. And yeah, as you say, it took a lot of iterations. So these are moves mm. that require a coach. All that said, though, you've just launched Animal Flow On Demand, which negates the need for a coach. Well, the coach is there on the screen, so you can take them with you. Right. There's loads of level one moves there's some level two moves there's some some of the stuff i look at and think okay we're not there yet other stuff you're like yep i could do that and you can put that on a tablet mm -hmm. and carry it around to any any gym any hotel or anywhere you are congratulations on releasing that it's it's a very good looking app i found it really helpful what are your plans for that well well thank you i'm, I'm glad that you're able to check it out and you found it beneficial so just to give you a little bit of a backstory hmm. Our entire business model as Animal Flow had always been focused on educating the fitness professionals. So educate the people who reach more people. And so, you know, you know, of course, Richard, who is one of our fantastic master instructors, and we now have yeah, he's great. 19 master instructors all over the world. And these people are just, just superheroes in their own right. And so, you know, we're doing close I think this year we may be close to 250 workshops that we'll be doing globally. Wow. But the thing with that is that's great when we're trying to, again, build awareness, bring the technique to people that can share it with other people. But we're also very much aware that there's a whole lot of people out there who are not going to go to an animal flow class or are not going to go and find a personal trainer. And so we want to really give or create a platform that would allow them to access animal flow and do it in whichever way they wanted to. 
And so get again as deep or as stay as superficial as they wanted to. And so that's why the entire platform is basically made up of three categories where you have tutorials, as you had mentioned. So we have level one and level two tutorials. We have classes that range from beginner, intermediate to advanced and are all different durations or all different lengths of duration. And then we also have flows. And so every week we put out a new flow that, again, may be beginner, may be intermediate or advanced. And so those come out on Monday. And it's just been such a cool thing to put out. And the feedback that we've gotten back from, you know, people saying, oh, I go out to the park and I bring my, my laptop or I, or I bring my tablet or I bring my phone or, you know, again, all I need is a little bit of space. We have mm -hmm. a lot of our instructors who, who use the on-demand channel because it gives them ideas for how to put some of the pieces together for maybe some of the classes that they're teaching, or they just, you know, want to have someone else tell them a flow that they can do. So it's been really, really cool to see it launch. And our goal with it is just to continue to make it better and better. And so we just finished up shooting a whole new round of content and we'll probably shoot about once a month. And so we'll always be putting out new classes. We'll always be putting out new flows. We'll be doing specialty things where, like you mentioned earlier, we'll start covering some tuck balance training for those people at home who want to learn how to get into tuck balancing or hand balancing. You know, we'll do specialty stuff on freeing up the foot and the ankle, you know. And so it, there's just endless possibilities for content that we can share with everyone on that platform. So we're, if you can't tell by my voice, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, likewise, because it has opened up the possibility of doing a, a more from home with guidance. There's a class I go to for anyone listening in, if you're London based, South London in particular, is a Thursday night at 7 p.m. class I go to at Local Motion in Wandsworth. But there are classes all over London. And we've got mm -hmm. listeners on the podcast all over the world, particularly heavy in the US and Australia, as well as the UK. And I know you've got a ton of classes there. How can people find a class? So at the end of, let's see, by January, we are hoping to have up our instructor directory. And so our instructor directory will be global and it will have, so each person who's taken the workshop and has become certified, they will have a profile that says, do they teach classes? Where do they teach at? Do they only do one-on-one -on -one animal flow sessions? So that's been a work in progress. We're hoping to get it up by the end of the year. However, in the meantime, if any of the listeners want to go to our Instagram account, which is Animal Flow Official, mm -hmm. we're quite often posting classes in uh, class locations in our stories, and then they can always direct message us about you know looking for classes in their particular area because we do have a database. And then same thing on Facebook. So if someone were to go to Facebook and send us a message there, we would do our best to find a class in their area. Cool. All right. Great. They're definitely cropping up in more and more locations. I've, I've noticed in London, there's quite a few. And the other thing to add, actually, is that certainly in London, I'm sure this is global. There are quite often meetups where a group of total strangers meet. So the last time I went to one, it was in Hyde Park or Green Park, actually, in London. And there were about 25 of us that met up. It was raining, but we didn't let it deter <laughs> us. I think everyone showed up and we flowed in the rain <laughs> in the middle of Green Park. And that's the, just to drive, it's the kind of community that Animal Flow attracts, actually. Everyone's very encouraging of each other. I know that you, you post homework every Monday, I think, and people upload their homework and they get it critiqued by yourself or one of the mm -hmm. other master practitioners. So that's the kind of community that it, it brings together. And so there are classes, there are meetups that all levels can go to as well. 
Mike, we're running out of time, but I just want to firstly thank you for your time, but for creating this incredible form of exercise. I'm a big fan, as people will have gathered by now. We'll link to everything we've talked about, the Animal Flow and your personal Instagram pages, animalflow.com, the On Demand. I'll put a specific link in for that as well. So how much is that at the moment per month? The Animal Flow On Demand, there is a special running now that's $19.99 a month, or there's also a yearly special. I don't know that's off the top of my head, but there, if you buy a subscription for a year, you know, there's a big discount there as well. Yeah. And is that dollars you quoted? Yeah, so that's US yeah. dollars. So that's nineteen ninety nine US dollars, sorry. Fifteen pounds a month, something like that, which is pretty much nothing. It's the cost of an exercise class, isn't it? So yeah. all right, amazing. So we're recording this before Christmas, but it'll go out afterwards. So I'll wish you a Merry Christmas. It's a couple of weeks off. But <laughs> thank you very much. I imagine Christmas in Boulder, Colorado is quite something. I should say it doesn't suck. It is no. it's a very, very good place to be. And especially if you like winter sports like i'm very much an avid snowboarder and so i love being here during the winter yeah i I can imagine it's awesome okay well thanks very much for anyone listening in check out animal flow it's an awesome form of exercise hopefully we've given a pretty good overview it thanks again mike thank you interested in finding out what your health iq is jump on our website www.bodyshotsperformance.com and click on take the test It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.